welcome to the latest episode of Leading with Joy, where we dive deep into the lives and insights of remarkable individuals who are making a meaningful impact in their fields and communities. Today, we are thrilled to have with us two extraordinary guests, the wife and husband superheroes, Alexandra and Marcin Petrakowski. Alexandra is one of the most respected lawyers in Poland but her dedication extends beyond her professional career as she follows her passion for supporting refugees, advocating for women's empowerment, and leading mentoring activities for women. Marcin Petrakowski, one of the most gifted and progressive CEOs I've met alongside his wife, Alexandra, shares a profound commitment to societal development and change. His perspectives on business, leadership, and the integration of personal values into professional life offer insights into creating a more compassionate and responsible society. In this enlightening interview, we explore their inspiring journey, discuss both joy in personal and professional realms, the transformative power of mentorship and community involvement, and the intricate balance of self-care amidst their demanding roles in their quest to make a positive impact in the world. Hello, I'm Martin. Welcome to Leading with Joy. And I'm absolutely thrilled to welcome you to the podcast. Uh, Martin, we've known each other for, what, five years now? We have and indeed. Usually, uh, in your seat, invited by you to give a talk on uh, designing for impact ventures, more responsible enterprises, and you did a phenomenal um, job there. All of the campaign we filmed to mobilize um, the women's vote. Yeah, the women's vote. In the biggest employment, I need to add. Election. Yes, exactly. Uh, it was simply brilliant. Absolutely exactly. brilliant. But before we, before we dive into um, joy in technology enterprise and joy in uh, influencing positivity in society, what are your definitions of joy? Let's have that understanding in place first. Okay. Sh shall I be the first one? Please go, go ahead. Go okay. <laughs> okay. So obviously I went through all, all of your podcasts. Uh, and for the beginning, I'm very privileged and very happy to be here. I was very touched by your statement because you, because, uh, you are always stating that joy is one of the fundamental human rights. Correct. And obviously, this part for me is the most interesting one. So I went through all the fundamental human rights, which is like uh, right to freedom, right to uh, right to fair trial, right to right to vote. I was just thinking that joy is somehow the mixture of everything. So assuming that we have like all the fundamental human rights fulfilled, then for sure we can, stay, we can say it for everybody that we are in the state of joy. Yes. So you're looking at joy as the ultimate desire. Yes. And that allows you to put these building blocks in place. Yes. Stepping stones that, yes. you know, as, as a result of... As a of result. Seeking, as yes, a result exactly. So like ticking all the boxes yeah. with the very fundamental human rights shall be joy. Maciej, what about you? Thanks. I, you know, I'm going to build a bit on, on that. I think my definition is a bit more narrow, a bit more defined. 
For me, joy is very linked with freedom. For me, freedom, both in terms of the ability to express oneself, being true to your beliefs, being true to your desires, being true to your dreams, and being able to deliver upon them, fulfill them, but also in the sense of you know, having economic and uh, libertarian freedom. I think that's one of the key fundamentals that one needs to have in place in order to really feel joy. And joy for me is definitely a longer-term state rather than a short-term state. And I think, you know, joy, how I would classify it, it's one of these states that it's relatively difficult to develop on your own. It very often ties in with some kind of a more collective feeling. So it's, it's actually one of these how I would differentiate happiness and joy is that happiness for me is more individual. Mm-hmm. Joy is more collective. It's like if, if you're part of like a group, a society, a movement that even further emphasizes and gives you the ability to really, you know, f- fulfill the state of joy. Yeah. So I tie, I tie these things all together. I think it's a set freedom and the ability to be yourself and express oneself. And then both from a, I think in particular in the current state of affairs around the globe, mm-hmm. the whole notion around you know, economical freedom ties in very nicely with, 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 with joy, in my humble view. But on top of that, you know, having this, this really sense that it's something greater than just what you bring to the table, it's actually you know, some kind of a catalyst that is developed through the, through the environment that you operate within. Yeah? So to you, what I'm hearing, joy is a journey to freedom by connecting with the higher self, with, yeah. your, with, your, with your own purpose. And you relate that purpose to that of, you know, the, the society, the people, the, impact. the collective. Impact. I would probably say that it's very tied to, you know, creating impact. Joy, for me, it's like a function of having an ability to impact. Was joy part of the matchmaking? The of course. Wooing, the wooing. Always. Of course. Tell me. Yeah, how was being together like 15 years without the joy would be impossible, I think. And how do you keep the flame? How do you keep the flame going? Remain true to what you bring to the table, yeah, rather than needing to adhere to a preconceived model. I think that's one of the key elements that actually allows not only us to build joy, but I think, you know, everyone, their ability to be true to their identity and to live their life the way they really want to express themselves, I think that's effectively what brings people together and gives them a, 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 a connection which is greater than just a temporary moment in time, elevating it to a longer-term partnership. And I think one point to bring to the, to, the, to the additional, I would say, context is I think joy has a very positive force in terms of motivating people to be a better versions of themselves b to learn grow and enhance their skill set can, can you bring some of this to life mm-hmm. for our viewers and mm-hmm. listeners mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. was there something particular in your own life's journey that um, uh, was catalyzed by joy or the desire to achieve joy I think, you know, majority of the milestones that I achieved in my life were a function of me being rewarded by certain elements of joy, which led me to even further embark on that journey 
but but in order to embark on the journey, I needed to add more muscles. Mm-hmm. I needed to add more skill set. So, you know, every professional endeavor I embarked upon needed to have these elements of joy on the way because they were, A, directing me further to the North Star. That's the direction I'm heading. I need to continue. Mm-hmm. In order to continue, I need to be a better version of myself, but also in relationships, also in people interaction. If you don't get this positive vibe, like look at relationships, yeah? If you meet someone and you don't gain very early on this element of joy, something that brings you together, something this, you know, this spark, your ability to build a long-standing relationship with that individual is constrained. It's not that easy. It's doable, but it's not that easy. But if you gain these moments of spark, these moments of glitter in your life, that builds a far greater connection and allows you to really, you know, like really expand the relationship. And I think that's my point. Yeah, I think it's an emotion that is, it's a very creative emotion. If you, if you, if you navigate it well, if you use it well, if you leverage it well, mm-hmm. it's, it actually can be a force that really makes, a, that really can make a huge difference, yeah? Hence, going back to freedom, going back to human rights, I think it very nicely shows us that, like in my perception, that it's actually one of these forces that actually has the potential to really propel things forward, yeah? And there's not many emotions that have that, yeah? To be honest, I think if you think about it theoretically, actually negative emotions have more, like usually negative emotions have more of that force. Because they they remain with you. I mean, Exactly, they remain with you. and, And because you're out of your comfort zone, you are then pushed, mm-hmm. you, you push your boundaries. This is a positive emotion. So what's the opposite to yeah, joy? Yeah, but still it's not a joy, so, yes. So when you think about joy, right, the opposite of joy is what to you? For example, hope and fear, right? We talked about fear. Mm-hmm. Fear-based, um, fear-led society and you know, how we are often, uh, how it's conditioned into us, you know, as, as children, and that we continue manifesting fear through different ways. So what's the opposite? When you think about joy, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. is the opposite of joy? Mm-hmm. Constraint. Constraint? Mm-hmm. I would rather say fear. Mm-hmm. Oh, but still, at the end, it's so, like... And can the two, I, I want to build on this point, mm-hmm. can the two coexist? Can they do coexist? Joy and fear, and for example, yes, and the opposite. Fear, yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay. I would how do say. we overcome? What's the sort of, what's the yeah, way like, to? Like, in giving human rights, the, for example. Exa- right? like, you know, we, like we live in a free world, but we're surrounded by boundaries. We're surrounded by war. We're surrounded by constraints, yeah. Yeah. as you say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like even we, pause when the war started in Ukraine, like, like from one perspective, we feel like, you know, very happy, very privileged to to have peace, to have like roof, to have like our families with us. But in the same time, obviously we were like, like at least my life and my energy was like very full with fear because we don't know what would happen like in the next few weeks. Yes. And like if we will be able to like, you know, provide safe life for our children. So even talking about like the peace and war on the contrary yes you have like you know for the poles for the polish people we 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 live in a state of joy and in the same time just a few miles yeah like you know like yeah. 200 kilometers from our house yeah and not not even because like we have the like 
all the Poles have the had the refugees in our house, yes, houses. So we were full of the fear, very much fear. But in the same time, at least me, I I I felt like very privileged and I felt joy because I was able to help. So I was the one to provide, like I don't know, the house, the school, the psychological help for the refugees. So at the same time, I was like very privileged and joy. I can say, and I love but still said. full of yeah. fear. Yes, I, I love what you said because I'm hearing. You know, you, you know, you, you've been led by you know intentions, mm-hmm. baseline values, mm-hmm. human values, and you, Martin, you helped um, bring a lot of that wisdom, the business wisdom from Ukraine to Poland. I bring. I brought a lot of wisdom as well. Okay, <laughs> well. well uh, <laughs> Tell me, tell me both. Hey. How? What's the? Yeah, okay, I was me, the leader. I, I was definitely the leader in terms of like providing help for the refugees. Okay. So I completely, I was the one. Who... Now I know where it started. It <laughs> did. Though, though, though. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. It did. It did. But the uh, the moment when it became more structured and organized was because of the idea that I brought back home about you joining in a more, I would say, formal manner, a NGO, which initially... Okay, okay, so you did it. No, 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 I'm just saying that, that, no, I'm just saying that that's the way it became, it started to have a bigger impact. This is very true, so I will tell the story. Okay, so like from the very beginning, um... When the war started, so it was teamwork. Okay, it was teamwork. <laughs> no, I was the leader. So the collective. <laughs> so we're talking about collective, yeah, right? No, I was. Oh, I was with definitely with your daughters too. With with my daughters yeah. too. They yes. Gave insp- they, no, they gave inspiration. Yeah, yeah. but that is. They gave inspiration. They gave inspiration. Family, the family nest. The you know the the, 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 the safety, right? That, yeah. that you could compare contrast to those who had none. When the war started. It was definitely the, the, the worst moments of my life because we left our kids in Poland and we just uh, went to for some wedding party to Venice. So you can imagine for mother, for the war started, the refugees already are like floating to Poland. So what you can do remotely? So I was like, okay, what I can do, I will just put the ad on Facebook that I would like to, uh, I would like to welcome some refugees in my house. So I was not even discussing this issue with you. <laughs> I just add this. Uh, I just put this ad on Facebook, yeah. and like I don't know, it was like two hours. My friend just called me and say, "Okay, I'm just on the board. I have like few refugees, free generation. If I can just bring them to your house." So I remember that we just uh, came back from Venice, and like this family, this Ukrainian, beautiful Ukrainian family, uh, have been moved to our house. And like the first period was uh, was the mixture of like you know working on different kinds of WhatsApp groups, uh, with uh, working with some NGOs, working with some institutions, governmental, non-governmental. Like you know that yeah. was. I remember that I completely gave up everything. I was just focused on on supporting the refugees. Mm, and this is true that one day Martin just came to came to house and like one of his friends was like in the process of establishing the NGO. 
and like because of Martin, no, <laughs> where no. we have been somehow introduced and like yes. we were like, Join you know, at the end yeah. we established the NGO and like we, like we are the founders. Yes. No, you know, I think, you know, it was, like, it was very, I think to put it into a more concrete manner, all I was doing a lot of initiatives which were individual and were very difficult to scale, very difficult to scale because they were very much dependent on her involvement and her ability to, you know, get the network up and running. So when I heard that someone is actually trying to scale it, when someone is really trying to build a body around it, it was like an instant connection. Like, why would you carry on doing this on a smaller scale if you guys can team up and build something and you will instantly multiply the effect? So I think it was more, you know, pulling together a more of a this is true, but scaling even, mentality into something which became an initiative that was done grounds up, yeah. And I think that's that was that 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 was the moment when it really kicked off, yeah. When these guys got no, together, but like, okay. But like still, I rem- like still, even though I was in the process of like founding our NGO with like the remaining professionals, I was like uh, still continuing my like yeah. you know so like. Still, I was uh, arranging like the reallocation, like providing the education, the psychological support for refugees. So like still I was continuing. So like on one hand, I had the NGO with like uh, like those people. And on the other hand, I was like continuing all the all the all the paths which I've already started. Yes. So but I love how you beautifully illustrated how you created joy for yourselves first in your lives. Early on, and then move on to nurture that joy and then lead with it, right? Because mm-hmm. you very quickly pivoted from uh, corporate values to human mm-hmm. values. You both uh, leverage each other's roles within your respective uh, positions, within your networks to act, being mm-hmm. led not by just purpose, by conviction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, in, you know, you, you, your intuition was telling you, well, the intention is, this is what I need to do. And it manifests itself beautifully. Yeah, but that was, that was like emotionally, energetically, that was, at least for me, like that was no other way. This was a big thing for the nation in general. You had a lot of people, you know, from, from the business front that actually really made a huge effort and they completely switched their lives around you. So it was like, yeah. I think it was a huge collective movement, yeah? Huge collective yeah. movement, which which even further, going back to what we discussed at the beginning, even further motivated more to follow. We go back to joy being a collective state rather than only an individual state, mm-hmm. yeah? which is what I mentioned at the very beginning. It was a great illustration that, you know, when, when, when <clears throat> the sum of many is greater than what you see on an individual level. And that's yeah. the spirit behind the collective. Yeah, the solidarity was, was amazing with the yes. polls. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the solidarity and generosity was amazing with the Polish people.